January 31, 1936, when the first episode of The Green Hornet aired on WXYZ Radio in Detroit, the voice of Kato was Takataro Hayashi. I think the Hornet can make him talk after what the Central published. I hope so, Mr. Brett. Leave the car here in the alley. Grab the master keys and weapons. I have them. The station's dramatic director, James Jewell, renamed him Toyo. That's according to Wixie Wonderland, an unauthorized 50-year diary of WXYZ Detroit by Dick Osgood. In ads and newspaper articles, the actor was billed as Raymond Hayashi or Raymond Toyo. Six years later, he was credited as Raymond Muramoto in this item. Kato of the fascinating radio program Green Hornet of station WXYZ is here in person among us colonists. He is none other than Raymond Muramoto, a Seattleite formerly of Detroit, Michigan. Mr. Muramoto, who portrayed Kato, was brought to the limelight by Mr. James Jewell, director of the program, while managing the Parkston's Hotel. After numerous radio tests, he was selected by Mr. George Trendle, president of the station. Mr. Muramoto was the only Japanese besides Hisei Koike, opera singer, who was under contract to NBC for six years. He also served as assistant sound technician on the Lone Ranger program for the past four years. That's from the May 30th, 1945 edition of Information Bulletin, published by prisoners in the Tule Lake, California concentration camp, where he was held during World War II. The Coming Marriages column in Billboard magazine on July 29th, 1939, began with Raymond Toyo, actor on station WXYZ Detroit, who plays Cato in The Green Hornet, and Suruko Kuranishi of Auburn, Washington. They were married on August 3rd in Seattle. The 1940 census lists a Ramon Hayashi, born in Japan in 1902, living on Prentice Avenue, Detroit, Michigan. Others in household? Suru Hayoshi, 27 years old, female. What nationality was the character Kato? Why did it change over the years? My guess is that the rich white men who created and adapted the Green Hornet didn't invest as much thought in it as later fans might have. They didn't make the hero's servant Japanese out of concern that representation matters. They were filling in blanks on a formula. WXYZ had succeeded with the Lone Ranger, a masked crime fighter in the Wild West. When they were brainstorming a name for his Native American sidekick, one of the brainstormers looked at a map of Arizona and saw the Tonto Basin. When the same execs decided to write a modern story about a rich playboy who fought crime in a mask, they wanted a Tonto for him. According to Dick Osgood in Wixie Wonderland, they settled on a Japanese servant as the Green Hornet's sidekick. Dramatic director James Jewell wanted a Japanese actor and ignored suggestions that they use a Chinese actor instead. Narration in the first two episodes called Kato Oriental. In the third episode, and for a few years of the series, he was introduced as Kato, his faithful Japanese valet. The show started describing him as Oriental again in January 1938, presumably because Japan had begun attacking China and the U.S. was on the side of China. A broadcast on June 21, 1941, several months before Pearl Harbor, labeled Cato Filipino. His nationality wasn't mentioned again until January 10th, 1942. With his faithful Filipino valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs. The timing may have led to the rumor that his Japanese nationality was dropped immediately after Pearl Harbor. In the 1940 and 1941 film serials, Cato was played by Key Luke and described as Korean. Bruce Lee starred as Kato in the Green Hornet TV show from 1966 to 67, where he was described as Chinese. 
and in the 2011 feature film, they joke about it, maybe using Britt Reid's ignorance as a stand-in for the historical confusion over Cato's nationality. Jay Chu, as Cato, says he was born in Shanghai. Reid says, yeah, I love Japan. What else do we know about Takutaro Hayashi, or Raymond Toyo, or Takutaro Raymond Muramoto? He arrived in the U.S. in 1920. He ran a restaurant when he was recruited by the Jam Handy organization to act in commercial films. But he didn't switch careers completely. He continued to manage the restaurant. He was good at playing pool. While at WXYZ, he beat the best player in the studio and taught some of his co-workers how to play. From Wixie Wonderland, quote, Raymond had first worked in Detroit for a prominent automotive executive who had given him the financial backing for his Japanese restaurant. By the time he was sent to Jewel, he was prosperous. He was having so much fun playing Cato on the radio that he forgot to collect his paychecks. They did not amount to much, of course, but they did pile up. Finally, Jewel forced him to take the checks. Then, without warning, he just didn't show up. Inquiries at his restaurant revealed that he had gone to Seattle to greet some girls from Japan. One he married, the others he brought back with him to be waitresses at his restaurant. Another actor managed to fake Cato until Raymond's return. Jewel explained firmly to the man that actors had a responsibility to be present when required. To make amends, Raymond invited the entire cast to his restaurant and served them a Japanese dinner of many courses, with sake, end quote. He convinced Al Hodge, the voice actor behind Britt Reid, to have his wife, Suruko, work unpaid as a maid in Hodge's two-room apartment until she could find another job. Takutaru asked another WXYZ staffer to join him in buying a car wash. They didn't go through with it. At some point after the attack on Pearl Harbor, Takataru was informed the government would send him to Japan. He asked his colleague Dick Osgood to intervene. An occasional voice actor and quizmaster, Osgood had been broadcasting a series tied in with the war effort called March to Victory. Scripts for the show were supposedly vetted by six departments in Washington. Takataru might have thought Osgood had some influence, but he couldn't help. In his book, Osgood says Takataru disappeared, presumably to a concentration camp in the West. No one at WXYZ ever saw Raymond again. Raymond Takataro Muramoto is the name on a draft card registered February 15, 1942. Place of birth as given as Kanazawa, Japan, February 11, 1900. His residence is listed as Seattle, Washington. Muramoto's father-in-law, Masaichi Kuranishi, is listed as next of kin. Muramoto arrived at the Tule Lake War Relocation Center in California, on May 27, 1942. He was involved in theater there and put in charge of a radio drama division at the camp. They presented a mock radio broadcast, quote, to give persons practical experience in the radio field as artists, announcers, commentators, and sound effects technicians, unquote. Muramoto left the concentration camp on October 1, 1945. Information about his life after that is sparse. Raymond Muramoto lived in Seattle, according to city directories from 1951, 53, and 82. Airplane passenger manifests show a Raymond Muramoto flying from Honolulu to L.A. in 1957 and from Tokyo to Seattle in 1958. A petition for naturalization, October 12, 1955, gives a snapshot of his life at that time. My full, true, and correct name is Raymond Takutaro Muramoto. My occupation is truck driver. The name of my wife is Suruko Muramoto. One child, Florence Reiko, female, born October 8, 1937. His petition was approved. 
The main writer of The Lone Ranger, Fran Stryker, appeared on the TV game show To Tell the Truth in 1960. If Muramoto had appeared on the show, we might know more about his life, or at least his real name. After scouring databases of newspaper articles, census records, airplane passenger manifests, marriage records, and other information, the puzzle is still incomplete. The surname Toyo was assigned to him by James Jewell out of, quote, convenience, unquote. When he arrived in the U.S. at age 20, he probably picked the common American name Raymond. Most official documents call him Takataro Muramoto. It's only the 1940 census and the promotional materials and articles about his radio work that list his last name as Hayashi. If his life were an episode of the Green Hornet, Britt Reed might speculate he had changed names in order to hide from the law or gangsters. Maybe he just picked Hayashi as a stage name before the radio station gave him another name. Raymond T. Muramoto died July 26, 1988, in King County, Washington, at the age of 88. You've been listening to The First Cato, a short biography of Raymond Takataro Muramoto, by Robert Thomas Northrup. For credits and a poorly formatted bibliography, visit dayjobspodcast.blogspot.com and go listen to my pulpy superhero podcast at thisgunninmyhand.blogspot.com based on hours of listening to Raymond Muramoto and his colleagues. Thanks.